0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I want to begin with a brief survey of our lessons today and see if you can find a common theme between all of our lessons. So we'll start with Isaiah, who was a prophet about 700 years before Jesus. He rebuked Israel for their idolatry, and he also prophesied the conquest of the Assyrians, as they would come in to conquer the northern kingdom. And he lived to see that, to see that actually happen, that which he had prophesied. He also prophesied the Babylonian conquest of the southern kingdom. But uh, in between, he prophesied that even though the Assyrians would come in and conquer the northern kingdom, Jerusalem would be saved. And when Jerusalem was saved, when the southern kingdom was saved from the Assyrians, it was unimaginable. It was a real... Miracle, uh, clearly the hand of God protecting them. And that's all of what, what uh, uh, Isaiah prophesied. Of course, he also prophesied comfort besides the, uh, the comfort that would come in the time of the Assyrians to the southern kingdom who would be protected from them. He prophesied the comfort that would come in the suffering servant, Jesus Christ himself. Well, here in chapter 56, I read, thus says the Lord, Keep justice and do righteousness, for soon my salvation will come and my righteousness be revealed. Notice that God's righteousness must be revealed. There's a hidden quality to his righteousness that has to be revealed. That's because righteousness comes not by keeping of the law, which is the way that, of course, our, we naturally think. We, we earn our keep. But no, the, the, the hidden aspect of it is that it comes by grace through faith. He goes on to say, and the foreigners, the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, to minister to him, to love the name of the Lord and to be his servants, these I will bring to my holy mountain. Ah, that's like painful to the Jews to even think about. God, you're going to bring foreigners to the holy mountain? But that's what Isaiah is saying. What God is saying through Isaiah These I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Again, you see the inclusiveness of God. His salvation will reach to the ends of the earth. It will not be confined to Israel according to the flesh. But it will be revealed to all nations, to all people, and even to a Canaanite woman as we will soon see. Now, Psalm 67. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Psalm 67 also says, and let all peoples praise you and let all the ends of the earth fear him. The declaration of Psalm 67 is that God's salvation will reach the ends of the earth. Again, not to be confined to Israel according to the flesh. Yes, even a Canaanite woman and her demon-possessed daughter shall see this salvation. Now, during this season in the lectionary, the epistle reading follows the Lectio Continuo, Continua, which is like the continuous reading of the epistle. So we're reading through Romans now. and We hit Romans 11, and we're just continually reading through. Not the entirety of the epistle, but, but significant parts of it. So as a result, you know, the, the Old Testament reading and the psalm and the gospel always coordinate. That's the way the lectionary is set up. The readings every Sunday, those three lessons always coordinate with one another. And reinforce the points that God is teaching us. The epistle lesson does not always. During this season, the epistle lesson doesn't generally coordinate. But today, it does. From Romans 11. For just as you, Paul, this is Paul speaking to the Gentiles, were at one time disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience, speaking of the Jews' disobedience, So they too have now been disobedient in order that by the mercy shown to you Gentiles, these Jews also may now receive mercy. For God has consigned all to disobedience that he may have mercy on all. Again, you see that coming in. God's mercy, it reaches to the ends of the earth. Yes, the Gentiles, even the Gentiles have been shown mercy have been taken under the wing of their heavenly father. Christ intercedes on their behalf, having shed his blood for their sins. And just so Christ shed his blood for the sins of the Jews also. He shed his blood even for the very ones who were there shouting to Pilate saying, crucify him, crucify him. Many of those same Jews are the ones who were present on the day of Pentecost who were cut to the heart. When Peter said, this Jesus who you crucified was the Messiah. So think about that. That's Jesus' love. This is the ends of the earth, is is that Jesus is dying on the cross, forgiving the sins of the world, even dying for the sins of those people that were right there crucifying him. Of course, if we're honest with ourselves, we put ourselves right there at the foot of the cross because we also were there saying, crucify him, even though we weren't there. Our actions, our our, our sinful nature is, drives us to the point where we need a Savior and to the point where he had to lay down his life for us if we were to be saved. So the theme of the lessons, if it's not already evident to you, is, it should be. It's familiar to us. 2 Corinthians 5, uh, Paul says it this way. That is, in Christ. God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. Now, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna pick on the Calvinists or anything, but they read that and they say, well, when they say the world, they don't exactly mean the whole world. It just means like the world, that's the elect, you know, the, those that were saved. No, no, it's, it's as far reaching as our other lessons say, okay? It's the entire world, Christ's in. Christ, God was reconciling the world, the entire world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. With all this in mind, then, we come to our gospel lesson, and you probably, when you heard it, if you were listening to it, you might have said, how can Jesus say this? Is this really Jesus saying this? Listen to his words. First of all, well, he's in Tyre and Sidon. If you Bible study this morning, you saw in the map, where is Tyre and Sidon? It's up in the northern part, north of the Sea of Galilee. It's not part of uh, Israel. Um, it's, it's, it's a pagan Gentile territory. That's where he is. And here comes this Canaanite woman. Recall that the Canaanites were idolatrous people. They worshiped false gods. In fact, when God gave their land to Israel, when he brought them up out of Egypt, he drove them out. And then he commanded them when they went and conquered the various cities, he commanded them to devote them to utter destruction. I'm going to read here from Moses sermon that's recorded in Deuteronomy. Moses said, But in the cities of these people that the Lord your God is giving you for an inheritance, you shall save alive nothing that breathes. But you shall devote them to complete destruction. The Hittites and the Amorites, the Canaanites and the Perizzites, the Hivites and the Jebusites, as the Lord your God has commanded you, that they may not teach you to do according to all their abominable practices that they have done for their gods, and so you sin against the Lord your God. Now, with this history in mind, (laughs) that the Israelites on coming into the promised land were commanded to devote to destruction the Canaanites along with the others that inhabited the land. Keep that history in mind, and then think about this woman, this woman's confession. She's a Canaanite. Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. She asked for mercy from, she came to Jesus for mercy. She asked him for mercy and she gave him the acclaimed title, son of David. She's confessing that he is the Messiah. If she means what she says, that's what she's saying. Jesus, you are the Messiah, have mercy on me. Now, in the preceding verses of chapter 15, you'll see that Jesus confronted faithless Pharisees. You know, the Pharisees, the keepers of the law, the holders of the law, the keepers of the traditions, the ones who should have received the Messiah, the one who the Messiah came to, and yet they would not receive him. In fact, uh, in the preceding verses in chapter 15, they're criticizing him because his disciples eat with defiled hands. They don't ceremonially clean their hands before they eat. Fastidious lawkeepers that they were, you know, you don't, they don't clean their hands. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. It's not what you, what you pick up and put into your mouth and eat that makes you unclean. It's what comes out of your heart that makes you unclean. It's those vile words that you speak words of anger, of, 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 uh, of malice, of slander. It, it's those things that make a person unclean. That's what Jesus told them. Well, that's the Pharisees, the ones who should have had faith, who should have seen Christ. Now we come to this Canaanite woman. She should not be one who has faith. She should not be the one who says, Jesus, son of David, and yet she's, she is the one. She shouldn't be, but she is. She's the one who stands there and says, have mercy on me, son of David, making that confession. Now, uh, it's quite a contrast to the Pharisees. Yet Jesus ignores her. He ignores her. This is the part that's hard to accept. Jesus, did you really ignore her? And then it's the disciples. If you read the text carefully, you'll see it's the disciples that say to him, hey, Jesus, can you send her away I don't think they were saying, get rid of her only. I think what they were saying is, Jesus, can you heal her, please? Can you attend to her daughter and then send her away? Certainly, they're tired of hearing her cry out to them. But the reason I say that is because of the way Jesus answered, it only makes sense if they were asking him to heal. Because Jesus says to the disciples who are, who are asking him to send her away, He says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. See, why would he answer that way unless they were asking him to address her needs? But again, okay, see, Jesus, you ignore the woman. Now you say to your disciples, she's not my problem. I was sent to to the house of Israel, to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Again, this just doesn't quite fit. But this blessed woman, this this blessed, faithful woman is persistent. Lord, help me. This time she gets a direct audience with him. Lord, help me. And he says, and this one is tough, it is not right to throw the children's bread, to take the children's bread, And throw it to the dogs. You know, in all cultures, in all time, and in all space, it is an insult to refer to a woman as a dog. That has never been a kind remark, and it certainly wasn't in this culture. This is pretty brutal stuff he's saying. No, you want your daughter to be healed, but you are a Canaanite. You're not an Israelite. It's not right for me to take what what is meant for the lost children of the house of Israel and to give it to you, a dog. This is really rough stuff. But now, listen, this is how blessed this woman is, this faith that she has. She agrees with him. That's what's so astounding. She agrees. You're right. Look, I am not asking you, Jesus, to defy the will of your heavenly father. That's not what I'm asking. Because I am confessing that you are the son of David. You are the Messiah who is promised. So I'm not asking you to do anything that is against God's will. But let me just tell you this confession, Jesus. That even the crumbs that fall from the table to the dogs, me, that's sufficient. That's all I need. I know, I confess, Lord, as the Messiah... Your abundance is so great that it overflows and all I want is just the crumbs that fall and that'll be good enough for me. And that's where Jesus says, yes, let it be done for you as you desire. I have to quote Brian Wolf Mueller. Now, two weeks in a row, but he nailed this one. He said, speaking of this, this woman, He said, I'll be a dog, Jesus, as long as I can be your dog. What a statement. What a confession. What what an appeal. Yes, to be, even to be a dog in your presence, Lord. Yes, that's what I want. God's mercy is so abundant and so powerful that even the crumbs that fall from the table will be sufficient for all of her needs. And you know what? They're sufficient for all of our needs too. He is capable and able and desiring to show mercy on us. And he does. He grants us forgiveness of sins. Now here, this Canaanite woman is a true child of Abraham, a true Israelite, because she's a child of Abraham by faith, not not relying on that fleshly connection to Abraham, but actually by faith in Christ She's a child of Abraham, a true child of Abraham. And what does a true child of Abraham do? A true child of Abraham comes empty-handed. I don't have a legacy, Lord, to give to you. I don't have any claims upon you. I come empty-handed asking only to receive from you. And what what is it that Jesus does? It is his good pleasure to give to the broken and contrite heart, the one who is empty-handed. I don't bring any works to you, Lord, except bad works, filthy rags, as Isaiah calls them. But what is it that Jesus says? I give you my righteousness. And God looks upon those who receive Christ's righteousness by faith, and he says, well done, good and faithful servant. My beloved, Jesus Christ knows your needs. He knows your desires. He has mercy on you, and even even his crumbs will satisfy you. Yet he gives us so much more. He gives us, in this sacrament, his very body and blood. He gives us true forgiveness of sins, reconciliation for the most abominable sins that we commit. His word of promise, he gives us complete and total forgiveness. So receive these gifts with joy. Turn to the Lord in all of your needs and in all of your desires, knowing that it pleases him to give to you, to show you mercy. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.